When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. From the fifth quarter studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm so happy you decided to join us today. Before we jump into the podcast, I'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. I think my record, I I forget. I always want to say it's 47, but I think it's 27 seconds to take this thing. It's so easy to set up and take down. Um, It... It's so nice with the screens now and how it comes with workouts and things for the players to do. Um, you, you will not be disappointed in it. Mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $400. You said it right. I, I went to them and I said, I got to take care of my people. Uh, $350 is not enough. You mentioned Coach Unplugged, and they'll give you $400 off your next purchase. So go over and check it out. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's what allows me to put this podcast out every day. It's what allows me to put all the free resources and things I do out into the world. It pays the bills. So go over and check it out. 14-day free trial. It is a one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It is everything that you need. You get my email address. You're able to contact me. You're able to jump in our office hours. You're able to find anything. If we don't have it, we'll find it for you along with a 14-day free trial. So go over and check that out. Also, we'd love if you love these podcasts. Um, we'd love you if you went over and checked out High School Hoops or the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast or the Funnel Down Defense Podcast. We'd love if you go check those out. We'd also love if you left a five-star review. All right, let's head off to the pod. Let's head off. Bye. What are your thoughts on doing like a triangle or, you know, like a building a wall or something? What are your thoughts on that? Because we do what most people do is the ball goes out, they just kind of watch the ball. But if there was a spot they could actually go to to kind of build a wall, what are your thoughts on that? So what do you think? You're thinking like running as a zone defense? No, no, no. So just, just to box out. So we're, we're in a – Oh, as a, a practice two, or as actually to, doing to it? To practice in, in order to do it in a game, though, to actually do it in a game. So we're in a 2-3 zone. The shot goes up here on this side. We know most likely it's going to go on this side. 
is my guys just always like build a wall and then this guy comes over. Or yeah, I would, like I a, would, I would, if you're, if you're working out of it, out of a two, three, what I would do is, um, put four guys on the outside and the three bottom guys and have them work on boxing out first. You know what I'm saying? So put one. So if you drew it up, put one guy in the corner. If you're just working on rebounding. Yep. Put one guy there. Yep. Put one guy like uh, top of the key at the elbow extended, put another guy to a little bit yep, in the corner and then a fourth guy somewhere outside. Yep. And then the, put the three bottom guys on the bottom, like they're running the two, three, and then they got to go find, they got to go work on what you're saying. They got to go find somebody. You know what I'm saying? So, so these are then put in the defensive guys. Like in then the put in the three, put in the three, only the three defensive guys. So they got four, they got to box out. Okay. So, so what you're saying, what, what you're saying is right. They're going to have to go find somebody. Um, the closest men and then make a basically like you said kind of make a wall otherwise that fourth guy is going to creep in so do you like that idea i mean this is an awesome way to practice it but once we practice it do you like that idea of doing that in the game of trying to build a i do i do they got to go find a body though so i like when i'm running a two three to think of it as terms i refer always refer to it as a matchup so they got to go find somebody no matter what. Like, don't just turn. Go find a body to box out. Now, sometimes we'll have two people boxing one guy out and one guy open. As long as we got kind of a little semi-wall, we're okay. Um, but I like to keep them responsible where they got to go find somebody. But I guess the problem, which I think everybody has, man, because when we do man, see, with zone, I feel like that when, they, when they're trying to box out, since they don't necessarily have this guy, they don't do anything. I was just Right, that. and that's why you got to practice them going finding somebody. So do you like just finding someone, or do you like – I do. I like finding someone that's Instead of trying to build a wall or anything like that. or The wall's hard because they're not always going to be next to each other. There's going to be opposite side. I, I, I mean, it will work. It's, it's just harder to teach it. It's easier to keep them all responsible to go find somebody. So even like we do a lot of one three one, same thing there is just principles. You just got to find someone. So You better go find a body. There's going to be somebody closest to you that you better go find. Yep. Okay. okay. I just – I think that – I mean, from having done this, I'm not a big rebounding drill guy. Um other than maybe a couple that I showed you, but we, you got to emphasize if, if you emphasize rebounding every day, especially in the zone, they'll rebound. You really got to emphasize it though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Cause that's the thing is they do drills. They're great. But then when you put them out in the, it's not, it doesn't work, it, especially with rebounding it doesn't work, but I, um, yeah, I, I, I think that's the easiest thing to do. Okay. All right, cool. Um, if I ask the question or two more, if that's cool. Yep, yep. Um, go ahead. So no, just jumped in, but he can jump in and ask him questions. Go ahead. Okay. The other question is just um, if you're playing a, a team that uh, my general rule is I send one guy back, the other four crash the board. If you're playing a team that's really just loves to play in transition, um, what's the best way to teach the kids in practice to get back? I mean, do you just tell them, just don't crash the boards, just turn around, 
look for the ball, and if you don't get the ball, sprint back, or do you send more guys back? Do you understand my question of how to get I do. I do. So you're saying you're saying um, you're playing a team like the Lakers or Grinnell that want to get down. So you want to make right. sure you have, you want to make sure you have guys back to protect the rim. That's right. what you're telling me. Yep. So, um, so as soon as the ball goes, as soon as its shot is taken, they're back. So don't even look for the rebound. Just so do you tell all five guys? Uh, That's why four and one is probably the best way to do it. That one guy's just back. Just get back. Now your other four are going to have to rebound like no tomorrow, but yeah. Um, it's their offensive glass. So even sending two guys back, you're just not going to get as many offensive rebounds. So I guess my question is, does it make more sense? I have a general rule, one guy back, everybody crashes. Does it make more sense to practice sending two guys or three guys back or just have everybody go back in order for them to actually do it in a game when it actually matters? Do you understand my question? I, yeah, it depends on how good they are. That's <laughs> with you. I mean, I play teams that as soon as the ball goes up, we don't even try to get the offensive rebound. Um, How do you teach your team, your players, to go from four people crashing to three people? That's my question. It's not. E- it's not easy. Um, it's every. It's everything we do in practice. Those two or three days before we play. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Um, I'm yelling, get back, get back, get back. And it's just, you got to reinforce it. Um, That's why usually the best case scenario is three and two. Three guys still crashing to keep them honest. And two guys are always sprinting back. Okay, so so maybe that'd be a better way is just I assign one other person just to just not even rebound. Yeah, because know? think about it. Even if they get a long, even if they get a long rebound, it might be two on two, or it might be three on two. It's not going to be five on two, unless my other three guys are just standing there and waving at their girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so maybe that's why you you won't you won't if you if you have those two guys get back, you won't give up any layups. You might give up some. You might give up some open threes or quick threes, maybe if they if they really get three guys out. But three and two is usually the way I go. I could probably name the teams I've spent sent everybody back, and they were really good. Um, but there aren't that many that can do that. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, I, I don't mean to interrupt. If uh, no, do you got any questions? You could jump in if you have questions. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, just, I came, I came in, and I, honestly, I was, I was thinking you were talking about four out, four out, one in. I thought you were talking about offense, and then I was oh. like, oh, you're talking about rebounding instead. So, like, we were talking about rebounding. You jumped in halfway through. Yeah, we were talking about rebounding, and he yeah. was worried about a team transitioning back fast. Uh, so he usually goes four and one, um, which is usually what I do. Sometimes I'll go five and zero, oh and just say, go ahead. If we're really fast, I'll go five zero. Oh. I'll send everybody to the offensive class. And if we do this, that's good. Um, but I, three and two tends to work. Three to the offensive glass hard and two back tends to work. Okay. That's perfect. Um, but, yeah, that's what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. It's like jumping halfway in. Yeah, because I was like, I don't know. Do you have a question? Oh, I was going to say, so, like, what if what if all five on the court are guards? 
like, and you have no bigs, like, would you still? Then I, then, then I send everybody to the offensive glass. Okay. Right. I'm a nuisance. I'm a nuisance. I hate to, I personally, I hate playing teams like that too. Cause when you send five, then they, then they sometimes when you get the rebound, they'll even harass you after the rebound. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of lets everyone else get back. So, um, and the bigs don't like when five little guards crash the boards. Um, now it's, it's hard to defend and do other things. Yeah, there's weaknesses to that. You'd love to have all the six four long kids, but um, yeah, I mean, I, it really depends on your team too. I mean, my teams have always offensive rebounded well, but I, you know, I've told Mark this that my rule is if you get an offensive rebound, then you get to do the ball. You can shoot or do whatever you want with it at that point. So my guys go pretty hard. I'll never yell at them for taking a bad shot when they get an offensive rebound. So. They get really selfish real fast. Like they want, they know that they can get two. Or, the good ones can get two or three offensive rebounds a game at least, right. and those are, you know, close to the basket. But, cool. Yeah. I, I, but I had one other one. Um, okay. If, if I can, and then I'll yep. shut or or leave probably. Uh, so this year on, the, <laughs> on inbounds, um, I was going to try to do something a little different than what we've done in the past. So the other defending the inbounds, the baseline of bounds, yep, uh, is to do like a one-three-one. You know, I've seen some teams do that. Yep, um, and then drop back into a two-three, uh, just because I don't like to play man on inbounds and two-three. Wow. You know, you give us some shots too. So uh, just kind of a one-three-one. So they're inbound the ball, a one-three-one. These guys kind of moving around and falling back into a two-three. You could just do that. So you don't because you're I don't gonna get, have that. You're gonna have that bottom guy come to the top, then. Which guy? The guy guarding the ball. Uh, I was gonna have him guard the ball and just be between the ball, the the. Uh, yeah, basket. but once they kick the ball out to the top, to the half court. Yeah, yeah. Where he, this guy yeah, comes then? here. This guy's into the two three. Oh, okay. This, this guy goes here. Probably that's probably the right rotation, right? Yeah, or or that or in a normal one three one, the the, the the bottom guy tends to be a guard. Like, yes. This so you can always pop that bottom guy all the way up because he'll tend to be the, a smaller guard in a one-three-one. Okay. So, so this guy feels it. No, I usually have that. I sometimes have that bottom guy go all the way up and be part of the two of the two-three. You know what I'm oh, saying? This guy, that guy. Yeah, okay, so maybe that'd be a better way. Okay. Yeah, so I just say guy. you're always gonna go up. Yep. And then the yeah. other guy pops just, over. Just because when we do do a two-three zone on the inbounds, the shots in the corner, the screen and, sh- and shot in the corner is where we always give up a few. So I, I thought I could spread it out. A little yeah, bit. you spread there, and then then the, make a rule so they know when to get back into the two-three. So say when it gets above the top of the key or something, um, just make it real simple for them. You know, because if they lob it over, we're out of it. Like we're done. We're in the two-three. So just let them know because unless automatically if it goes to the corner are you going to go to the two three or does it have to go yeah my rule is just going to be just to, that's a good question i was just thinking just two three always but maybe I, i'd have to think about that yeah thinking... so you got to play with that because if there's any question about what they're in it's a problem right yeah i was thinking just automatically <laughs> it's two two three every time okay so as soon so as soon as the ball comes in that bottom yeah. guy busts up right. and then you're in it done right. yeah so, you just got to so make the rule because if you don't make the rule, then someone will get an open three, and then it was your fault, it was your fault, it was your fault. Well, no. It's like kind of that, yeah. Especially with so this, teenage boys. So this was my follow-up question, actually. So at the end of the game, I have uh, a set um, kind of trapping that has different angles that I don't use any part of the rest of the game. 
And so, um, like I, I set it up, like uh, my plan is to set it like a one four, just kind of give it a different look as they're bringing the ball down, and then it goes into a different trapping formation. Okay. So I just try to keep it really simple for them. Hey everybody, if you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe, like, leave a review, jump up and down, run around your house, whatever you need to do. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.